Welcome, everybody. This is uh, Massey and Mike with Self-Evident Podcast. You are listening to podcast number five, numero cinco. We're there. We're there. We crossed the <laughs> threshold of a month. Holy smokes, man. That's it's right. Some month of podcasting. That's crazy. Considering that we had this idea a couple of years ago, and yeah. it just wasn't the right timing, and now just things just seem to be flowing. Um, we've hit some pretty decent topics so far. Today's going to be a whopper, yeah. a real whopper, gully whopper. The She's going to be awesome. Stuff. Yeah. So, guys... Just a couple of housekeeping things. If you guys go on to patreon.com forward slash self-evident ministries, you guys can go on there, donate, support us. You guys can get the full length and version of the videos of the podcast, also the audio. Also, we're going to be featuring our, our podcast on something called Anchor FM, anchor.fm. Uh, you guys can go on there, and that's the audio side of the podcast. We'll be on iTunes here uh, really soon. SoundCloud, all these things. We'll obviously have a cut-up version on our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, those kind of things. Um, if you guys go on our YouTube page, you guys can see uh, the, the cut-up version as well. So if you guys go on to Self-Evident Ministry uh, YouTube page, it's actually all on a playlist now. We have some really new graphics. Yeah, looks fantastic. Look great. Very professional. We's a professional. <laughs> we's a professional. So it's awesome. I, we're, we're growing. We're getting uh, better yeah. at what we're doing in our craft, and we're getting more comfortable doing this. And I, and I feel like it's just a flow and a gel, and it's been yeah. awesome. Uh, my beautiful wife is joining us today, but she will not be on the radio. She's producing the entire <laughs> show because she's good at it, right? And uh, hopefully here you'll see some more changes coming up in the next uh, couple months. We have some cool people doing some video work for us now. Uh, and it's sent from the Lord. You know, these guys are coming and saying, hey, God told me to help you, which is amazing. So uh, we're going to be growing really, really fast. So how you doing, Mike? After all I'm the housekeeping, good. how you doing? I'm good. I'm tired. How's but- <laughs> How's the beautiful baby? Lot. How's your boy? He's doing well. Dude, yeah. He's talking so much now. Isn't he? Yeah. That little rug rat. Words over words over yeah, words. He's, yeah, he's running around. He learned how to do fist bumps. Did he really? He did, but he doesn't bump me. He just, he says bump. And he, he does this <laughs> thing over my hand. Yeah. He's a sweetheart, man. So Mike's married, got a little boy, name's Isaac. It's just an awesome thing. I got three little boys. We'll show you guys some pictures later on. Yeah. And, uh, but all that aside, we're working hard, doing what we're doing. The ministry's still growing. We just got back from Ohio. A uh, week and a half ago uh, went well. Uh, we had about four or five events in three days, and it was really, really fast. And now we're back to the grind of doing pastoral work and podcasting and trying to get the message out there as firm as we can. And today's issue is gender identity, transgenderism. Bum, bum, bum. And on top of that, education and Kavanaugh. Education in Kavanaugh. Now, we can start in any order, right? Yeah. Because I think it's important. We have about an hour and 20 minutes to really unpack all this, and I really do want to do that um, because all these correlate. Yeah. You know what it is? What society allows is what morality is. They all correlate, right? Mm. Automatically, if you look at the transgender issue, if you don't agree with them, you're a terrible person, right? Education. If you're not on their side, you're a terrible person. You don't believe in education. If you're not crucifying Kavanaugh, you're a terrible person. You know, it's like there's this constant need for blood. You know, it's almost like UFC, right? And it's, it's gone beyond just, um, disagreements of, okay, well, we see this a different way. How can we find a solution? It's gone into, if you don't agree with me, you are an evil and wicked person. That's right. And it's really what it's boiled That's down right. to. That's right. I saw this video, man, about Char- Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA. Yeah. And uh, he was standing outside. Some girl was just yelling at him. So you don't believe the lady? You don't believe the woman's testimony? He's like, I just want to see evidence. She was calling him everything under the sun. You yeah. hate women. You're, you're a misogynist. You're a bigot. All these things. And he's like, look, I would believe her if there was evidence. It happened to Jeff Flake, too. Jeff Flake got hammered for it. And Ted Cruz got hammered for it. And 
Like, Lindsey Graham yeah. came out swinging. You know what I mean? And 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 you know, I, wow. You know that uh, he actually had a backbone on this issue. That's I know. Odd, it, it was you know? hard for me to go. I support you. Yeah, that's <laughs> like. Dirty. Tastes like vinegar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a good right? taste in my mouth. But <laughs> Tastes like vinegar. Yeah. But hey, you got to hey. support what's good, right? Just like government, they they praise those that do well, punish, punishing evildoers, right? Yeah. When they do bad, we call it out. When they do good, we praise. Yeah. Right? And that's a good thing. So why don't you unpack it? Because I know you kind of had some some thoughts about it. And yeah. I'll throw some scripture in it, through, do the whole spiritual side, maybe the constitutional side. So, I just, you know, you and I were talking earlier, yeah. and I told you, I was like, dude, we got to talk about this. I've, I've got to get it Kevna. off my chest. Kevna. Kevna. Brit Kevna. <laughs> Brit Kevna. Brit Kevna. Brit Kevna. This should, is staying in the video. We, oh, yeah. This is staying. <laughs> we should always just say his name like that. Brit Kevna. By the way, shameless plug, Dunkin' Donuts, please support us. Oh, heavenly, heavenly. Heavenly. <laughs> Heavenly. <laughs> the nectar of the gods. God's nectar brought down to earth. <laughs> Brit Kevna. Brit Kevna. Let's do Kevna. Dumpster fair. <laughs> so folks, this uh, is late at night. I just want you to know it's after a long day of work. It's it's late. Yeah. But we're we're gonna get we're gonna get through it. We're doing this. We're gonna okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I I told you I was like I've gotta talk about Kavanaugh. Yep. Because what I've been watching it's not even a sides thing to me. It's my absolute frustration at our nation having jumped the shark. Like, we've, we've completely gone beyond, beyond the pale. And so now you have a guy who, from all accounts, looks like a very integrity-driven character... Moral man, backed up by right? friends, backed by the American yes. Bar Association, backed by a lot of reports, backed by his time in, yeah. in, in judicial courts, like and, and especially the bar. What's that? Never one oh no, yeah. What's that? Never what? one accusation against him. Yeah, there's yeah. never, never yeah. another. Yeah, so. exactly. There's there's never been an accusation against him, and and even the bar was like. This is one of the most upright people we've ever had. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but that's basically what they said. So you have this guy who's, who's, uh, from all accounts and purposes, a great man who did some drinking in college and did some drinking in high school. (gasps) Oh, no. I mean, yeah, I'm not for it, but... Jeez, dude. Welcome to 95%. I shouldn't even go that high. Maybe 80% of college students, you know? And that was my first thought was like, who hasn't drank in college? Now, there are people well, who I, didn't, I, I didn't, right? But, I mean, not all you of us. You see the halo? Not, not all of us can Wee. be perfect like Massey. I know. But, it's hard you know, me. I try. And, <laughs> but you, you look at this guy, and then you look at the people across from him that are grilling him about having beer. And it's like, how many of you people have skeletons in your closet? Not that only that, bro. somebody puts you in spotlight, what are you going to do? How many of them people, man, went to them like, Press dinners and all that stuff, drinking champagne and, yeah. and scotches. Don't don't a couple too many and <laughs> yeah. get a little. I mean, come on, you know it's yeah. like, and I don't want to know that. I don't care about that. You know what I mean? I don't care about knowing what you drink or don't drink. That's none of my business. Yeah. Right. And and it shouldn't be a government's business to know if I drink or if I smoke, which I don't. But it's none of nobody's business, right? Yeah. And so to to even put that in the forefront is like, first off, are you willing then to stop drinking? Because it may lead to something, right? 
Because it's already to, it's illegal to drink until you're 21, anyways, right? No. So I'm, I'm, they're saying this happened in high school, if I'm not mistaken. The the actual situation happened in right. high school. So the only thing I'm going to say to him is he was drinking underage. Yeah, which she was too. Then which she was too, right? Doesn't justify it, right? No. Which proves government being involved in even drinking doesn't work, right? <laughs> Kids are still drinking at 18 and 20, you know, before 21, yeah. right? So if you're going to make an accusation to somebody, are you willing to then drop the thing that you do? I wonder how many of those people drink. And more than socially. Those without Should sin. Should we make an accusation? Those you know? without sin cast the first stone. Exactly, That's dude. The, and seeing all these people attack him, and I haven't even gotten to her yet, which I'm going to, but but seeing all of these people attack him and go nuts about him. He's a rapist. He's a gang rapist, which the gang rape stuff completely fell apart. You're telling me at parties over and over and over again, there were lines of men drugging women and waiting for their chance to rape women. And this is the first anybody's ever heard of it. No, throw that accusation out. That's crazy. I mean, seriously, dude. I mean, uh, before anything, who is Brett Kavanaugh? He would have been thrown in jail because like anybody that really rapes that's known on a campus kind of gets off scot-free in a sense. You remember those lacrosse players? They, They got like slaps on the hand. You know what I mean? And a guy brought up to me yesterday, he's like, well, dude, it is kind of a double standard because a lot of college players, when they get, you know, when they get, uh, 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 you know, accused of something like that, they usually end up getting, you know, falling for it and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is a little different. And here's why I'm saying that. You have college, you know, basically, what are we going to college for? Let's, let's ask the average person <laughs> that goes to college, what are you going for? Not exactly the degree. No. It's to the degree of partying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're going to go party. And, dude, things happen on a college campus that I'm not in, in favor of. I don't want unruly sex and all the stuff that no. happens on college campuses, right? But that's what they do. So to make an accusation on someone saying, hey, you know, this guy raped me, yeah, seven, maybe out of ten times, it might be true. You know, yeah. it might be true that, that it happened. Now, I think here's what's frustrating about this whole court case. I don't know Mrs. Ford. Is it Mrs. or Miss Ford? I'm not I, sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know her, and I don't even know Brett Kavanaugh. Mrs., and I know Mrs. why. Because her husband was the only one who corroborated her story about Kavanaugh. <laughs> there you go. All the other people that she brought forward won't corroborate the story. So there was other witnesses, but they won't corroborate the yeah, story. Okay, they, they, so, they're going against her her line of events here's and here's here's but here's the other side of it right and i got to bring the christian aspect into this for for a second then i want yeah, you to really no, hit, your, hit your point i don't know her and if she's lying i pray to god she gets jail time yeah because that'll set a precedent really yeah because you shouldn't be just accusing people just to accuse people right but now i i see like the right attacking her she's probably a nice lady you know to me she i don't know she just looks a little See, and question I, it. I, I mean, I, I question this, right? Yeah. Like antidepressants do stuff to people. Is she on them? I don't know. But she just looks not all there to me. She just looks a little distant to yeah. me. I'm not accusing her of doing drugs or anything <laughs> like that. Let me get this out of the way. I'm not accusing this woman. She's probably a nice lady. She yeah. really probably is. She's probably got a career and all these other things. And I don't want to dog her, okay? I don't want to do that. But if you're straight up lying, just like Kavanaugh, if he's lying and they find out that he's corrupt... I will be the first one to call him out and shame on the Christian because, dude, all this lines up with electing a guy named Donald Trump, right, who has this past record. And that's yeah. why they're attacking this dude, because it's like, well, Trump has this history and we just overlook it. We don't want to do the same thing to Brett Kavanaugh. You see what happens when you allow corruption? No. You know, without a, without a repentance. Now they start to look at the whole cabinet saying it must be all corrupt fruit. 
I'm just saying we should be doing our own inventory. Well, and and I think it goes one further for the Democrats. Um, I I really believe they see him as a hard-nosed judge where Kennedy was very squishy and soft and Mm, Kennedy, Kennedy was a swing. And this goes deeper. Yeah, because back to you. But do, do your thing. No, 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 no. You're fine. Um, this goes deeper into um, where politics are headed, and I'll I'll get on that train in a little bit. But Good. I I really want to hammer how frustrated I am watching this and hearing the interviews of Kavanaugh. They didn't even talk about the night that night. It was all about the fact that he drank beer in college. And he told some fart jokes. Like, it was complete character assassination. Complete character assassination. They were going for the jugular, and they trying to destroy this man's life because they want a political end. And that's what pisses me off about this. Gotcha. Is that you're trying to destroy somebody's life because you know you don't have any evidence, but you still want the end. That's right. Which Saul Linsky... Back in the 70s, that was his whole thing. The issue issue is not the issue, it's the revolution. The ends justify the means. That's right. But the problem is, they have no ends. They they really don't. There will always be a new end. I think, yeah, and and to add to that, I think those claiming that the right always wants power, are they themselves doing the very thing by forcing people to believe? You know what I mean? I find this a lot. Those that accuse other people of something, they're the ones that do it. Yep. Especially with a firm finger. Yeah. I, get, I get it a lot as a pastor. Yeah, I really, really do. Or when you're traveling, it's like, you must be a homophobic, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you don't make those kind of accusations without feeling some kind of conviction about somebody to throw yeah. it off yourself. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And so for her to make, <clears throat> first off, these accusations out of nowhere, because I mean, dude, he was in, he was in state judiciaries, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's, That's he's, a pretty high position to hold. Why wouldn't you come up with these accusations then? 35 years. 35 years, dude. I mean, look. High school is high school. I'm not excusing rape, dude. Nobody should. Matter of fact, I'm very stiff. I'm very stiff on rape, bro. Yeah. Not only should they should they pay for it, bro. I, I'm for strict strict whack their pecker off. You want to? I'm I'm serious. I'm very serious because my daddy told me never to do that to a woman ever. Yeah. Ever. Did I do some stuff stupid growing up? Yes. Was I in some relationships that we went a little too far sometimes? Absolutely. Right. But it wasn't without consent, number one. And number two, I treated that girl like, like a queen, okay? Yeah. Just like I treat my wife, right? I am for stiff penalties on rape, 100%. As a matter of fact, I think we're soft on it. Those yeah. guys can get yeah, out in three are. to five years. I don't, I don't agree. You took a woman's innocence, bro. And if you did it, pay for it. And I don't know what that looks like, but I know I'm very stiff on that. Murder, too. I think all these things, heinous, it, they're heinous. You know, I, I'm, I'm stiff on dads leaving their, their, their women to go find another woman yeah. and leaving their kids. Dude, I'm very stiff. I, I, don't, I don't like that stuff. But we, we're really soft on crime, right? And you know what happens? We become soft on crime. The Democrats become so, and I'm serious. The, the left becomes very soft on crime because we just want elite, normalized pedophilia, all these other things, right? Yeah. They, they want to normalize this stuff, right? Just, okay, now I'm on a different topic. But I'm <laughs> going go go no, go to go back to this. There was there, there's some people that coming out now doing these speeches about normalizing pedophilia because yeah. it's a sexual thing. Yeah, the TED talk that actually got a little pulled. boy has no consent, and you want to normalize it. But Brett Kavanaugh is going to get accused of rape with no consent. Yeah. So you want to legalize pedophilia 
as a sexual disorder and normalize it because that's what these people feel. But he should be thrown in jail and not be a judge because she didn't consent, supposedly. But a little boy can't consent to being raped by a man. Do you see the confusion? This is so ridiculous to me. It's so ridiculous. And we're allowing this crap to happen, dude. And I love this is Ben Shapiro's quote. Your level of outrage does not correlate the level of importance. Just -hmm. because you're upset and you want your own ends doesn't mean it's right. I'm not mad and upset that I want an end. You know what I want? Morality. I want morality to reign again. Principle and justice. That's a lot different from an end. That's right. I'm going to say this, too, about Kavanaugh. There's some things he said in that speech when Trump nominated him that scared me. Yeah. He's not, he wasn't talking about constitution. He was talking about case law. Yeah. He was talking about, I can't really end abortion. I'm not really for him. I don't think he's going to be strong, strong, as, as I, I think he should be. And everybody's like, oh, he's the guy. He's the guy. I'm still like, ugh. You know, yeah. I don't know. So I'm not defending him because I'm with the position of the Republicans here. Yeah. I'm defending a man that didn't do anything wrong because there's no witnesses. And if I can read scripture real fast, because the, the, the government was set up, our justice system was set up very biblically, right? Let me, let me read a, a scripture real quick here in Numbers, thir- uh, Numbers 3530. God speaks of the trial of a murderer, and he's, he requires more than one witness in order to put the accused murderer to death. He said out of two or three, every word shall be established. You know that scripture in the New Testament in 2 Corinthians? What that's talking about is every word shall be established. It's not talking about prophets in the church. It's talking about matters of the law, matters of the gospel. If you preach the gospel out of two or three witnesses, when you get a revelation, then it'll be established as a gospel. It'll be established as a revelation. That's what it's talking about. It's not talking about prophecy. It's talking about matters of the law. It says the same thing in in Deuteronomy 17, 6, that it confirms the need for two or three witnesses for anybody to just be put to death, let alone being brought before the law. Yeah. Yeah. Two or three witnesses, solid witnesses. Do you know why? Because then it becomes one person's testimony against the other. And that's exactly what we have today. We're no longer guilty till, I'm sorry, innocent till proven guilty, which is exactly what our justice system was founded on. Because if you look at the lady holding the balances, she's blindfolded. We're not supposed to pick gender. We're supposed to pick truth. She's blind. She's got a blindfold on for a reason. When you look at those, the woman holding the, the, the weights and balances, she's blind for a reason. Yep. Because you're not supposed to look at gender or a statement or just a story or a situation. You look at the facts. The facts, the truth is what weighs out a court case. And that that goes into what I was going to say about her. So uh, there's, yeah. Wow. Bang, fire. Hey. Um, there's a lot of people who are going to, who are saying what I'm about to say. I, I, I believe that something may have happened to her. Okay, I'm not saying that she's lying, but the problem is you can't come up with a place, you can't come up with a time, you can't come up with how you got there, you can't come up with how you left there, okay? But you're trying to tell me that you can remember that he did it. It was him. Guaranteed him. But you you can't remember anything else. Nobody else can corroborate your story, and you're trying to say that it was a small, low-key party where there were only a few people there. Right. All the parties that I've been to, okay? I've got a past. I know how this goes. People notice when a couple of people disappear (laughs) to go into a bedroom. (laughs) People notice. People start talking, right? (laughs) Oh, where are they going? They hooked up. What are they doing? Oh, they're hooking up. (laughs) Then it becomes a thing. Then it's a thing. It becomes a rumor. None of that. Nobody else said anything about that. Nobody else brought that forward. That's all poof. 
And ladies and gentlemen, the reason why we're getting hot about this is because we've let this gone on too far. Yeah. This whole accusation stuff. Like, what happens when it's you? That, and that was going to be my next point. I want you to think about, what if it was your brother? Oh. What if it was your father? What if it was your son? I, fe- I felt it, dude. And I they get brought it. before a tribunal that somebody is accusing them of something who has no evidence. Their entire life is shattered. And, and the media is against apart. them, too. The media is against you. Everybody's calling you a rapist, a gang rapist. They're calling you murderer. They want you dead. Are you telling me you won't be a little bit mad for your brother, for your father, for your son? Boy. You telling me you won't think twice about that accusation? But because it's somebody that you're not related to, somebody that you don't know, you don't care. You're fine with this person's life getting torn apart all because of a political end. And that's what makes me the most mad about the people that are sitting across from Kavanaugh and Ford. They're all doing it for a political end. Dude, this is like two steps away from crazy communist dictatorship. And you can call me insane for saying that, but let's think about this. When you look at the Soviet Union, you could be arrested at any time, any place for nothing at all. Somebody, all they had to say was, oh, I heard them talking bad about the government. And you'd be ripped away from your home in the middle of the night. Exactly. You're put before a court. You think, oh, this will get sorted out. This will be fine. But then they throw you 20 years in a gulag because somebody said something and they don't really care. They just have quotas. Okay. We're like two steps away from this. And right now what we're watching is we're walking political destruction and we're watching somebody's life get torn apart, their family torn apart, purely because you don't like his politics. So stinking true, dude. They don't care about her. They don't care about dude, her. No. I, saw, I saw this meme, on, I think it was on Instagram, where it was a car driving away, and it says Dems, uh, Kavanaugh gets elected Dems, and then there's a woman falling out of a car. It's like Ford. <laughs> They'll kick yeah. her out once, once yeah. this is over. She, she won't even be... And I, I want to. I kind of want to read something because you're saying exactly what the founders were ex- were upset about. If you look at the 27 injuries that they talked about in the Declaration of Independence, one of them, and I'm looking for it right here. Um, where is that? So, so what you were saying I, as I'm looking for this, yeah. I just want to keep talking about this for a second. You're exactly right. What if it was your brother? Would you have the same emotions and would you allow the same media? Would you allow the same scrutiny? Now, people will say, well, see, but cops are doing this to minorities. I'm just going to take this to myself. Cops are doing this to minorities all the time. Just pull people over, blah, blah, blah. I'm not for that either. Yeah. We should be just as outraged about that. But that doesn't leak. That doesn't justify what's happened to Kavanaugh. No. You know what I mean? Now, again, I'm not for him because I agree with him. I'm just about innocence and justice and and, and, and righteousness. That's it. Here's a question. Would you rather see 10 guilty men charged, but one innocent man charged as well, or one innocent man go free and 10 guilty men go free. Think about it. Are you more for making sure that the guilty men are punished, even if you dragnet a couple innocent men? Are you more concerned about making sure that the innocent men... Here, let's call it more hypocrisy. The Dems are mad at war because we're killing innocent people. In the process, yeah, we just bomb over there and we're killing innocent people. That's why we don't want war because it kills. And you're willing to slaughter this dude, and you don't even care. I heard a preacher one time. I heard a preacher one time say, "When the explosion happened in my life, I didn't see the destruction that happened behind it. Yeah, it was good for me, but I didn't see how it affected my family. 
we don't see how this is going to affect the nation in the future because we're so ridden with doing things for now. Mm-hmm. And it's pissing. It really does anger me. Uh, so there's, you've got the Democrats going after Kavanaugh. There's no evidence of this stuff taking place. Right. It's merely one person's word who wanted to stay anonymous, who when she wrote in the letter or whatever, they didn't send her to an investigator. They didn't check the story. They sent her to one of their best friend lawyers, super activist lawyer, and they got the whole ball rolling, and then Feinstein held it for six, seven weeks. But that's that's not even yeah, the major a, part. Yeah, a, bit, a long chunk, too. But yeah. you've got Ellison, who two women have medical evidence, have corroborating stories, have all evidence that this guy was beating them and assaulting them. And he's still sitting DNC chair. Nobody said anything. you got Booker, too. You've got these guys who did just as bad, if not worse, if Kavanaugh had actually done right, this. Right, right. You don't care about them. No, you don't. As a matter of fact, I, I had someone bring up to me, well, Al Franken was in seat, or he, he had to resign. But Al Franken, in his speech when he left, really didn't take responsibility. No, he said, I'm no. sorry, I'm sorry. But Trump did it, too. And this person did yeah. it, too. And the Republicans allow this. And it, it had nothing to do with the girl. No. Nothing to do with the girl. And, it's, and, and this, this is what this is about. They, and they make everything they can politically to justify what they do. Even if they do wrong. It, dude, this is straight up Sharia stuff. Dude, this is this, this is scary. This is scary because the next this step, is scary. Dude, have you thought about how scary that they can control the narrative from a press box? Think think about they the next step. They can control, dude. If if they get Brett, in power, if they get seats and they get power, it's all over, dude. And and you you know we we always want to bring hope here, and I agree with you, and we'll bring hope in a minute. Here. If Brett's found innocent, which he should be, right, because there's really no evidence until she brings some forth, and I'll, again, I'll be the first one to call him out, he will always have this word next to his name, allegedly. Exactly. He will always have a tarnish by his name, and that's what we've done in this society. Instead of listening to God when he said, thou shalt not bear false witness, don't gossip, don't be busybodies. We don't listen to God, then this bull crap happens, and we're the ones fault now. My kids have to grow up watching this stuff. Yeah. I'm telling them to be men and grow up to be adults, put away childish things, right? When you get older and we see these people acting like kids. Yes. Worse. People without morality, they're natural brute beasts. The Bible calls them because they have no morals in their heart. Romans one, read it. Right. And it'll lead to the next topic, but I want to read the declaration of independence real fast. Mm-hmm. One of the injuries it talked about, and this is just a couple for imposing taxes on us without our consent. That was one thing that the founders were like, we don't like that. Listen to this for depriving us in many cases of the benefit of trial by jury. Hmm. This boy's being hung. And it's not even supposed to be a trial. It is a trial. Straight up. It's a witch hunt. It's a trial, but it's not supposed to be. It's a witch hunt, dude. Straight up. They're crucifying this dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, I'm not a fan of Joel Osteen, but if you ever hear him tell his story, it's real to him. His conversion to Christ. And when he cries, it's like, bro, I, you could feel that. Is his doctrine off? Yeah, absolutely. Certain things I don't agree with, okay? But there, there's a sincerity when he was crying, Kavanaugh. Yeah. There was like this sincerity, you know. Again, Miss Ford, same thing. I get it. But it's like, if there's no evidence, sweetheart, how can we convict a dude? Yeah. Right? And, and the, 
that was another thing I wanted to talk about was his his speech, his testimony or whatever. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Well, go too ahead. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't done. Um, go ahead. There were people who were saying, oh, well, he's angry, so therefore he doesn't have the temperament to be on Supreme Court. I want you to sit in front of tribunal being falsely accused of something that's tearing apart your family and tearing apart your life. Also, And I, I want you to not get mad. When somebody ever, accuses you. Have you ever heard Ruth Bader Ginsburg spew stuff about uh, feminism, dude? She sounds crazy. Bad crazy. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up, dude. Look, I like a little emotion somebody. It means they care. I like that. I like when they can care yeah. about something. One of the other things that the declaration yeah. pointed out was this. For transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses. Constantly being done. That's why John Adams was kind of hated because he got those, the Boston Massacre, he got those dudes off because yeah. it wasn't their fault. It was someone in the crowd that yelled fire, whatever. Yeah. They heard it. They heard fire, so they shot. Adams got him off. He was actually hated for it. He was actually kind of criticized for it. But he liked justice. He's like, I don't want anybody. I don't care if they're my enemy. I don't want them to listen to that, dude. The Brits were their enemy, man. And he still got him off the hook because he believed in justice. Yeah. That's loving your enemy, man. That's loving your neighbor. That's honoring and, God. And that's, that's honoring God. That's why we're not throwing Ford under the bus on this. No, and right? I won't. I refuse we, to. We won't. I refuse and, to. And I've noticed there's, there's been a lot of conservatives who are refusing to throw her under the bus. A lot of them are saying, look, I don't think what happened happened that the way she's saying it. But I'm not saying that something may not what have happened, happened to her. Right, because of the we're, we're saying of it's yeah. like, look, she she seems very genuine, and something traumatized her. So we're not at, we're not. Let's just clarify this too. We're not upset at Mrs. Ford. No, we're not upset. What we're upset about is this witch hunt that somehow has not gotten into our politics, not weighing a man's character, but how much we can make him submit to us. Yeah. When did they become the hierarchy of morality here? Did you ever That's notice? Not their, what, I thought separation of church and state, according to them, was supposed to exist. Well, where do they have their morality come from? Who are you to put this guy on the stand about his morality? If yeah. you so much believe in separation of church and state, because morality then is of you. Well, I don't know huh. you. I don't trust you, dude. I don't trust Lindsey Graham with, with I don't I don't trust him as far as he could throw me, which obviously I outweigh him by 150 <laughs> pounds. He couldn't throw me very far. I don't trust a lot of these guys. You know what I mean? I dare say even Mr. Cruz sometimes being a Canadian citizen running for president. There's certain things it's like I don't trust about certain I dude. Yeah. I don't think we were meant to trust politicians. We shouldn't. I don't think we were meant to do that. Because they're men just like you who seek power. Exactly. And power, once gotten, is rarely, rarely relinquished. That's the founders, man. That's Washington. Yeah. That's, that's Bastiat's stuff. That's John yeah. Locke's stuff, right? This is why if it's in the hands of Almighty God, he's the one who determines right and wrong. And if we had that fear, we wouldn't be doing this to Kavanaugh. No. And we wouldn't be yelling at Miss Ford either. We would legitimately try to say as the church, what's wrong with her? How can we help her? Because mm -hmm. obviously there's something wrong. Yeah, there's something going on. There is. I mean, so that was that was fun. A good half hour. I mean, do you want to hit anything else on that? No, I had something, but I forgot it. So, no, I just think. But, but uh, yeah, go ahead, I, don't, go ahead. I, don't, I don't want to do two hours of the Kavanaugh stuff, but it was something I wanted to get off my chest. But I'm like, glad. I'm glad yeah. we led with it uh, because it's a hot one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then the, the 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 next topic we're going to talk about this whole transgender gender identity stuff. Um, 
it's it's not something that I like talking about. I don't want to even give it credence or power because I believe um, when a person doesn't have an identity in Christ, they're going to fail. Yeah. And and so you see, and dude, I just listened to a testimony of a transgender woman from I think Venezuela or Colombia. I wish I had it here. You know what? I can we insert that video yeah. of her yeah, story absolutely. of his story and you know how he grew up and he was gay and he was bullied. So he went to the transgender. He was like a miss something. I, I don't know what country he was from. He's got an accent and he got saved. And when he starts talking about the love of God, he just breaks. And he's still very feminine in how he yeah. talks. He's still very, because he had some changes done to him. You know what I mean? But he goes to men's Bible studies and he goes, I felt so much love by the Christian. Hmm. God changed his heart to understand the design that God made him to be. There was no force there. He Amen. felt a conviction and he said, even... I, I, I thought I was a woman. I was attracted, blah, 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 attracted to men. But I still felt something empty. And I can promise you, dude, that's what's happening in this community. Yeah. They're feeling something empty. So I think the suicide rate uh, amongst these transgenders that do get the gender assignment, I'm assuming, is about 40%. It's, it's around that. It, yeah, it's right around the suicide rate of those who don't get the surgery. Don't get the now, surgery. Okay. There, there's... There's arguments about the studies, um, but the problem is it's it's such a small sample size, right? But there's obviously something wrong. But so there were studies that showed that uh, I think there was like 500 psychiatrists who took on transgender cases yep. were asked, you know, questions about mental health and mental illness right. and all that. And 25% of that population they reported as having schizophrenia. 25% of that population. So take the small number of transgenders. They're very small. And then they one, can't be, is it, what, a million? Uh, Maybe. It's like Maybe. 0.003% or something. Yeah, so, it's a very yeah. small percentage of our population. So 25% of those people, that's a big portion of that exactly. people. So there was this doctor, Kenneth Zucker, yep. and he extremely well-established mm -hmm. in, in studying children, studying transgenderism and, and gender dysphoria and all of that. And he linked it. He said, this really looks like high levels of autism, anxiety, and depression that, that are correlating with gender dysphoria, which if you think about it, you've got kids who are, are really struggling they're struggling through depression. They're feeling like outcasts. And I'm yep. not saying this is all of them, but I'm saying probably a large, large number. Yep. Outcasts in school. And you suddenly see this group that's getting touted as special, as unique, as, as different. With as a minority, we have rights. A, a minority, empowering, right? Empowering them. Yeah, victims, right? Right. So how easy is it for a kid to go, well, I don't... I, yeah, I have had some confusion. Yeah, I'm questioning too because I don't really know this. who I am. Right, and I'm not. I'm not even saying that they're they're lying about the questioning, but it's a much easier door to open if you're like, oh, I could be special. Yep. Right now, so so Zucker was was pointing out the autism, anxiety, depression link to all of this. Suddenly, the guy lost his job because of it, because of the research that he was showing in, in the papers that he was writing about it. Are you telling me that? You, you can't defend against this if you have the truth? No, you've got to fire him. And I want to talk about the, the David study. Go ahead. So th there was a guy back in, what was it, the 50s, 60s? Yeah, that he wanted to study this. He, he, he wanted to study if gender was biological or if it was social. 
Right. And so he took a boy who, who had lost his penis in a circumcision uh, mishap. mishap, right? So he thought, okay, well, this is perfect. He, he doesn't have a penis, so let's try and make him a little girl. And he had a twin. So they took this little boy... And they started dressing him as a girl, giving him girl toys, making him, you know, like treating him completely as a girl. Now, this doctor was so sick that he was taking the twins and making them mimic sexual positions to try and reinforce femininity in this little boy. And the experiments went on for, I don't know, I don't even remember how long it went on. It was years and, and maybe the data is up on that. Um, but... So, so this was in 1949? Yes. Okay. And so David, the, the boy who was turned into a girl, his twin would sneak him boys' toys once in a while so he could play with those. Kid was miserable. Well, later on when they got older, David's twin ended up committing suicide. Oh, my gosh. A little bit later, David ended up committing suicide. Blew his head off with a shotgun. Yet this study was touted as success. And this study was one of the basis for this whole curriculum of idea that gender is completely social, whereas sex is the biological. That's what you'll hear a lot is sex is biological, okay, male, female, bits and pieces, gender. <laughs> the junk. The junk. Gender is completely social, right? And then there's other schools of thought that think there's some range or whatever, and and you get like two or three people who are these real twisted philosophical thinkers that wanted to bring down the traditional system. Yeah. Right? And like you were talking about confusion. Now we have confusion. Now we have 72 genders, 1,000 genders, 36 genders. We don't even know how many yeah. genders. It depends who you ask. <clears throat> now you got to use pronouns. Now you got to. You know, yeah. I find it funny. These people that say religion is a belief system, it's just make believe. You know, atheism. Yeah. yeah. Religion's a belief. It's just a fairy tale. But you could literally tell me that you feel like you're a girl and that I can't call it a fairy tale. You who decry who I believe in, which is a moral system, right? Which is what has developed Western civilization, right? Yeah. And you can believe your own fairy tale, right, against God's design. You know how I know God's real? Because everything that you're doing goes against his teaching. Everything. When he designs it, he says he created us male and female. He created us uh, from, from the beginning of the foundation. He, he knew us before in the womb, right? What I, what I, what I look at with these trends, and, and I... And I one thing I don't want to do is slam them. I, I believe there's something wrong that needs to be corrected yeah. mentally, right? Yeah. I have empathy, but I cannot bow down because what they do is they say, well, see, this system, this, our government's supposed to protect the minority. Only life, liberty, and property. Not your gender. Yeah. Not your, that has nothing to do with the minority. See, the, 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 the beauty part of our system is it protects the minority the most, right? Because it protects life, liberty, and property for all people, Right? But that doesn't mean that we have to protect your feelings because events like truth, no matter what, truth always offends. It, it never not offends. Yeah. If someone came up to me and said, hey, bro, 
you need to lose some weight, chonker dunk. I mean, it's going <laughs> to hurt because if I don't know them, they're going to tell me. That's the truth. Yeah. Eventually, my weight will be, a, will be an issue for me in my life, right, if I don't change something. But the same thing here. No matter what, truth is truth, right? There's a male. There is a female. There's a penis. There is a vagina. You can't get around that. And just because you feel something, and it's the same people. <clears throat> how, how do I want to say this? I've never seen feelings make a good decision. Thank you. <laughs> I have never seen feelings make a good decision. You know how I know that? Look at my kids. Look at kids. They base yeah. everything on feeling all the time. Why is it that in one situation you could be sad, in that exact same situation five minutes later you could be happy? That's feelings. It is feelings. It's not based on the principle. Mm-hmm. I didn't marry my wife because of a feeling. I married her based on principle. We knew what exactly. love was, what love is. Love is sacrificial. Love gives, right? It's not based on an f- immediate feeling. We get into f- if we get into a fight, that doesn't mean, ah, shoot, I don't love her no more. I'm going to get a divorce. Now that's what we've turned it into. Yeah. So we've turned it into because of these teachings. That's right. Because of these teachings, because of what we're allowing, right? But then what, what and, and this is a greater picture of morality here. They're literally removing the walls of morality here mm-hmm. to be whatever you want it to be. Well, then who's, who's going to rule the day then? The very ones who are there to cry and to force it, government. Yeah. That's exactly what they want. And the government wants it, dude. Have, have you noticed that these boundaries are getting destroyed? They're, no, they're trying to say that boundaries are getting rebuilt, but they're not getting rebuilt. Mm-hmm. We haven't really built new boundaries for sexuality, have we? Nope. No, we just keep destroying them. We just keep destroying the next boundary. That's right. First, it was within marriage. We destroyed that. Then it was. I'm just testing the heterosexual. Cow. Yeah. Then or yeah, it was. It it became polygamy, messing around, whatever. Then it was heterosexual, homosexual. We destroyed that boundary. Then we destroyed the polygamy boundary. Now we're starting to destroy the pedophilia boundary. Now we're starting to question whether or not it's right to have sex with a child. Do you really think they're going to build a new boundary? No. We always destroy them. That's what we're doing with gender. That's why it used to be male and female. It used to be very distinct. We had that boundary. But now, because we have cases of questioning what you are, we've decided, oh, we've got to destroy the boundaries in that. And mm. now there's, there's no distinction whatsoever. It's, it's all fluid, That's right? So, yeah. You heard the word gender fluid. Gender fluid, yeah. Now, Goes I'm, with the whim. I, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have empathy. Like you said, we need to have empathy for people who are struggling That's with That's the gospel, us, dude. Right? We're supposed to go to every creature. Exactly. But we can't say that there's not an issue. Right. But the gospel brings a standard yeah. of who God is. It shows the issue. That's right. Of our sin. Right. And what separated us between us and our God and why he created all things. Like Paul used to do it all the time. When he'd be, you know, talking about the unknown God, he talks about creation, how God created all things, talks about from Genesis to now. Right. And I think... To, to kind of add to what you're saying, it's funny how the left or these people will say, I don't want your thou shalt nots until you tell me thou shalt not judge me or thou, sh- thou shalt mm-hmm. not do this. Yeah. You want me to listen to your thou shalt nots, right? When who are you? Who are you to tell me that I can't? You know what I mean? So like the very, th- like this is what frustrates me about the PC stuff because that's what it's turning into. Yeah. It's, it's shutting up an opposition voice, yeah. right? If I can't say anything, to you. This is hitting so close to home. If I can't say anything to you, right, then can you discipline your own kids? 
can you tell them what to do and what not to do? Oh, yeah. Are, 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 are we going to then make people not be able to discipline their kids and the state has to do it? We have people who are already saying That's that. exactly right. So then us that have kids, so let's just say the gay couples, they want kids, right? But man, if you discipline them, if you tell them no, if you do this, they'll come after you too. Mm-hmm. You watch. You give them power, dude. Eventually, this has to blow up. And, and, and what it comes down to, dude, is we're, we're losing self-government. We're losing self-government. We're losing the cross. We're losing exactly what God was telling us to do, right? Because if you look at yeah. when, when the Bible says he, he gave them over to a reprobate mind, then I'm not even going old school with this. I'm just saying he, he said he gives them over because they didn't want to obey the laws of God. Reprobate meaning they're void of judgment. They don't, they don't have a judgment. They don't have a right and wrong. Yeah, exactly. He they gave them over. the boundaries. And it wasn't even that he gave them over. That's what you chose. He gave them what they wanted. That's exactly it. Dude, you chose it. You chose it. And you know what? I can only ask this to the viewers, to the listeners. Has morality gotten better or worse over time? In a a society of huge technological advancements, the decades, dude, just in a decade, how much we've advanced in technology, technology, has morality gotten better or worse? Let Let me ask you one question to help prove that. How many men do you think are addicted to porn? Oof. Right? And I don't even know the numbers, but I can guarantee it's it's a very high percentage. Yeah. And now we're at the point where we're even saying, well, porn's not that bad. It's okay. Yeah. I've, I've had that conversation with plenty of people. It's not that bad. Do you right. understand what it's doing to your mind? Yeah. I had a I had a pastor tell me one time, as long as I'm not touching. See? And, I, and, I, and dude, I'll, I'll rebuke the pastor and say that's not right to anybody that's watching. It's not right. You know what I mean? We shouldn't. And, you know, because I had this, I had, I, you know, this problem with pornography. Yeah. I've, I've had same here. Yeah, this, this issue. And, dude, these are someone's daughters. Y- you know? Could you imagine your daughter? In, 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 the, in the adult film industry, these are someone's kids. Like, when did we, like, for, for the era of freedom, and we shouldn't vilify and justify women, those same feminists will say women should be porn stars because we should let them be free. When that's all men do is objectify them in these videos. Do you see how confused they are, dude? This is all confusion. They don't even know where they stand anymore. They just want to scream and yell. Dude, just like kids. I don't believe Isaiah when he said, your children shall rule over you. I don't think he was talking about young kids. I believe he said, he's, you're, you're going to be kids. Yeah. You yeah. will literally argue like kids. Children shall rule over you, the Bible says. It wasn't talking. I don't believe it was talking about young kids. I really do believe it was talking about we'll be so um, foolish, blind. foolish, blind, ignorant. That's ignorant. the word. Ignorant. We'll be so ignorant that we don't even know how to think like adults anymore. When the Bible clearly tells me when I was a child, I spake as a child. I talked like a child. I thought as a child. When I became a man, I put away childish things. Now I became a man of honor. And you know what? We, we have to go to this. <clears throat> when, when, when people are transgender, right, they're confused. Why? Why do they call it gender identity? Why did they used to call it a dysphoria, right? We've lost our identity as an American people. Let's just go to the natural for a minute. As an American people to stand for one nation, right? The one nation under God stuff didn't come until the 50s, right? But it was, it was Abraham Lincoln that wrote, I believe it was in the Emancipation Proclamation that we are a nation under God. Abraham Lincoln said that. He wrote that, right? There was this common morality that we all had that God was the ruler of all things. That doesn't mean wickedness didn't exist. That meant good men had to stop the wickedness. Now we're just allowing wickedness to run rampant in the name of love. Mm -hmm. 
thinking that that'll stop wickedness. If we just keep getting rid of law, it'll stop wickedness. When I, The whole point of the law is to expose your wickedness, to get rid of it and repent of it. But if we keep removing the law, they're thinking that's what's going to get rid of wickedness. If you keep removing the law, if we don't have Ooh, a border, good point. you know what I mean? If we don't have morality, then everybody will accept each other until it affects my children. Until some idiot rapes my kid. Right? And then I can't do anything to that person because you won't let me. Because suddenly it's acceptable. Yeah. So what then? Because that's... See, they, they always keep saying this. I remember I, I witnessed to Jesse Ventura for like 20 minutes. Okay. Right? Uh, governor, former governor of Minnesota. I said... He, he kept saying, oh, I think we should legalize prostitution. It'll bring tax revenue and blah, 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 blah. I said, what's next though, dude? Sex education in schools? I even went so far as pedophilia. You know what he told me? That'll, That'll never, never happen. happen. He said that'll never happen. And we're How many times have we heard that? Dude, oh, it'll never happen. It gets worse and worse and worse. And if, if you want to try and argue that it's not happening, I want you to look up on YouTube the TEDx talk about pedophilia. I want you to look up the Slate articles about pedophilia. The fact that pedophilia. TEDx would allow that to happen. And they ended up pulling it off because they realized they screwed up. But they put it on knowing what it would do. That's exactly. It brought the conversation up. Exactly. It brought the conversation up. Now people it, are talking about it. And it'll continue to happen. You look at the articles that Slate wrote. It, it was an actual pedophile who was writing these articles trying to say that he was an upright and moral pedophile because he had never done anything. That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, Wait. So, so now. So, so now. And hold, no, I'm sorry. I, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go, do your thing. Because this, this is a this is a tough subject. This ties into the gender identity thing, not because I believe that transgender people harm children. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. You have somebody who we're not allowed to say has something wrong emotionally, mentally. We're no longer allowed to say that. It's the same thing with the pedophilia stuff. We're no longer allowed to say there's something wrong within that person. So now we're justifying their behavior. That's right. We're allowing them to do the behavior and saying, well, you can't correct that because there's nothing wrong here. I'm sorry. If somebody is finding themselves sexually attracted to a five-year-old, I think we could probably make that judgment that something's wrong. Yeah, I remember, bro. So do you remember 2015 when the Supreme Court ruled in favor of gay marriage, which was illegal? It's not constitutional. They shouldn't even no. have ruled on it, right? They should have thrown that mess out. I remember we were in this group, and I've been open about it. You know, it was a cult. I, I, I got I to gotta agree with that. I, just bad teachings, right? And I remember we were outside of a store one time and they were talking about, you know, th there was these gay people. It was no hate campaign. They were talking about how Rush Limbaugh's talking about gay people, but he's had four marriages. How could he talk about traditional marriage? Can't disagree with you. No, you can't totally agree, right? And I remember them even talking. Rush Limbaugh had some of the people on the radio. And I, I'm not a, I wasn't a fan of Rush. Don't, don't listen to him anyways. But he had people on there saying he said on there. What's next, though? He said the same thing. Pedophilia, yeah. what, what are you going to start allowing? And the, whenever I ask a gay person about pedophilia, they always get upset. Obviously, we're not for that. That's touching little kids. But do you see how progressively bad this is going? Mm -hmm. Right? I, 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 dude, I, I got to ask. <laughs> why, why are we... And I'm not saying for the most part, because I know there's people that are fighting this issue, the John Stenbergers, 
the need of Matt and state Matt and Anita Stavers. You know, there's a lot of ministries out there fighting these things. Yeah. I, I do see that the bulwarks that are standing. Right. But to those that aren't, to those that have no, no, no dog in this hunt, how dare you leave this as a fight to your kids? Cowards. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I don't want to get YouTube ratings out of this. It is cowardice to leave our children this fight. It is cowardice not to stand for the things of God. It's cowardice when the gay people, when the transgender person, when the left knows more about scripture than the right does. Because they can point scripture out like crazy, dude. I remember a gay person said to me one time, Jesus never said anything about gay people. I said, nope, he didn't say anything about bestiality either. Is that cool? No, dude. It's sexual deviancy. It's deviancy. This sexual stuff, dude, is killing us. When you get, con- when you get dude, what happens when people watch pornography? What happens to a man's mind or, or the, the mental state? What's that? The endorphins? Yeah, the dopamine and dopamine. There you yeah. go. The dopamine and stuff like that gets spiked, right? You're in yeah. a different state of mind. You get happy. Yeah. You get lit, energized, whatever that's called, right? Yeah. Imagine when you're led by sex, and all we're talking about is sex now. The right is now talking about sex all the time. When it comes down to pornography, we're we're talking about it all the time. When it comes down to transgenderism, the gay, the all this, we're talking about sex now. That is ruling the narrative of today. Mm-hmm. Sex. C.S. Lewis pointed out, he had a really good uh, analogy for it. He said, imagine that you go to a different country, a far off distant country, and you go into a building and the lights are low and there's a stage and there's a bunch of people that are like hovering around the stage all excited. And the curtain raises slowly and somebody comes out and music starts playing and they've got a tray with a cover on it. And, and they're dancing it around, and they're, they're showing it, and, and yeah. they're showing little teases of it. And they finally pull the cover off, and it's, it's steak and potatoes. Mm. Or it's, it's, you know, chicken and rice. or it's, And the crowd goes nuts. Would you not say that that population, that society, has a problem with how they view food? Yeah. And he was pointing back to our obsession with sexuality it, it controls everything right we we walk out and we see the advertisements there's sexuality plastered over everything when we talk it's like oh you can't fight your urges so you just got to give in we we we're not allowed to resist urges anymore the Dude. urges control us we're turning ourselves back so, into beasts yeah, exactly take it to scripture eli's sons look how much they destroyed the temple by focusing on that very thing Sex. <laughs> David, dude, seriously had yeah. his throne in jeopardy because of sex. Straight up. Samson, because of the desire of sex. You see what it does? Proverbs talks about don't sell your... Here, I got to look this up. Yeah. I, I gotta, well, I gotta, and, and keep, keep bring up... You brought up Proverbs, bring up Solomon. Now, Solomon had a keep ton talking. of wives because he was trying to make alliances with other countries. But he but, had so many wives. And- he had so many wives. Obviously, he had some type of attraction to all of these women, and they pulled him away from God. He started worshiping idols at the end of it, right? And this was the guy who wrote Proverbs. This was the guy who wrote down these wise Proverbs about 
sexuality, chasing after women, and right. all of that. He was right? the wisest man on earth. And so what I was going to talk about was Proverbs. In Proverbs 5, I just want to read this. And you can yeah. put man or woman in there. It's just using this as an analogy. This is him talking as a man to another man, using a woman as an example before the liberals freak out. You know, it's like, he's women. They're accusing women of being immoral. Okay, no, look, just listen. Put man in this if you're a woman, okay? My son or my woman or my daughter, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen carefully to my wise counsel. Then you will show discernment and your lips will express what you've learned. For the lips of an immoral woman are as sweet as honey and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she's as bitter as poison and as dangerous as a double-edged sword. He's talking about a, a voluptuous woman. Mm-hmm. Her feet goeth down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave for she cares nothing about the path to life. She staggers down a crooked trail and doesn't realize it. What's going on with the sexual generation? They don't care about life. They don't care about the afterlife. They don't care about the consequences. They don't care. About, they're staggering them. So they don't even realize it, what they're doing, yeah. right? So now, my sons, listen to me. Never stray from what I'm about to say. Stay away from her. The only sin the Bible talks about to flee from is lust. The only sin. Run. 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 It'll kill you. It's a snare, right? It says, don't go near the door of her house. If you do, you will lose your honor and you will lose, the merc- that you will lose to merciless people all you've achieved. Boy, strangers will consume your wealth and someone else will enjoy the fruit of your labor. In the end, you will groan in anguish when disease consumes your body, right? (laughs) You will say, how I hated discipline. If only I had not ignored these warnings. Why didn't I listen to my teachers? Why didn't I pay attention to my instructors? I have come to the brink of utter ruin and now I must face public disgrace. But now we don't even want public disgrace. We want it accepted. When it used to be public disgrace, drink water from your own well. Share love only with your wife. Why spill the water of your springs on the streets having sex with just anyone? The Bible says. That's verse 16. 17 says you should reserve it for yourselves. Never share it with strangers. Let your wife be the fountain of the blessing for you. Rejoice in your wife of your youth. She's a loving, dear, graceful doe. Let her, yeah, let her breast satisfy you always. May you always be captivated by her love. Why be captivated, my son, by an immoral woman? or the fondling of the breast of a, of a promiscuous woman. For the Lord sees clearly what a man does, examining every path he takes. An evil man is held captive by his own sins. They are ropes that catch and hold him. He will die for the lack of self-control. He will, he will be lost because of his great foolishness. And if you're not convicted by that, you're not thinking hard enough. Dude, straight up. Now, to anybody that tells me that the Bible doesn't apply to today, read that. that and, and there was one thing that caught me. I mean, all of it caught me, obviously. But there was one thing that really caught me. The comment of disease. Oof. Did you know that STDs are skyrocketing? Yeah, it was like, what was the last statistic we heard, hon? Back in, what, 2008, 2007? It was like uh, sexually transmitted diseases are up like 700% since the 60s. Did you ever notice that the AIDS virus came in at the end of the... Sexual revolution? Sexual revolution. And all the herpes, gonorrhea, all these things really... Because, dude... <laughs> Why didn't I listen? Why didn't I listen? You know, why didn't I listen? Why didn't I stop and listen? Why didn't I listen to my mama when she prayed for me? I think uh, it's crazy, but I started thinking about Easy e when he died of AIDS. You know, these guys die young. They, 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 they live by the sword. They die by the sword. Yeah. They live by what they preach, and they die by what they preach. There, what are you preaching? There was... You know what I mean? I'll preach about Jesus, and hopefully I'll die in his name. Yeah. Not a martyr's death. You know, I don't desire that, but... To die for his name, think in his name, I should say. I want I want everybody to think about. So I was, I was having a discussion with one of my coworkers about a, a rapper who was killed recently. Triple X, triple X, yeah. The guy was only what? He was like twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, young kid, that. young kid. 
and somebody just came up, shot him in the it's head. Loss of life, but man. I want you to really think about how quickly you can be snuffed out. What happens after that? Hang on that for a second. Yeah. Now, this goes on to a greater topic because now we're on the sex issue, right? What's been happening in our education systems no. that have been allowing this? Now, it's cool. Now, in California, they passed a law. I mean, this isn't cool. I'm saying it's cool for them to do now. That's what they're doing is talking about uh, gender in, in kindergarten classes, man, talking about the you know homosexual lifestyle, all these things in Canada. Uh, and I'm talking about Canada, I think, for this reason. I think here, too. There was just there was this thing on this. I think it was Vice or something like that put out this thing about a transgender woman or a drag queen was reading a book to a bunch of kids trying to normalize yeah, this drag queen stuff. It's happening in the U.S. In the too. U.S. libraries are putting it. That's out. right. That's right. And it's like okay, kids are already afraid of someone they don't know, but someone that looks like that. I'm just saying, like if if you look at it normally and people are like, I know what they're gonna say. See, you're already judging. You don't even know. You don't even know. I know. That's screwed up, dude. Yeah. Look, God creates all things, and I don't care if I'm wrong saying that. I don't care if you think I'm wrong saying that, okay? There's something wrong when, it, when a dude can put on makeup like that, voluptuous, like, do his thing, trying to be a woman, dude, and can I'm we, supposed to take him serious. Yeah. And, and I, Him, and even, I'm not going to... I'm going to say this, too. I'm not going to call you a woman because you want me to. Yeah. And even, I'm just not going to. Even more than just putting on makeup and putting on a dress, but there's, there's this undercurrent of trying to attached to a feminine sexuality. That's right. Men too. Yeah, that's... There's there's innately something disturbing about a man trying to morph and change his sexual aura, his sexual attractiveness into a feminine sexual or a feminine sexual attractiveness. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm getting kind of metaphysical about this, but I think for a reason the Bible talks about the effeminate, mm-hmm. right? It, it separates that out from just homosexual, promiscuous, you know, greedy, all of that. Like, I, I think there's something to that because sexuality is very powerful. That's right. That's why we're so attracted to it. That's right. Right? And, and we talk about, like, why going back to the Kavanaugh thing? Why is rape so disturbing and wicked and horrific if sex was just sex? Great point. <laughs> that's a soundbite for the ages, right? right there. And we got to remember that one. That's a great soundbite, yeah. right? I think too. I'm going to ask you this and give me your opinion. Give me, give me what you think. Do you think this is all for a greater cause? If feminizing the man. Right, so that he no longer can protect his own home, because hmm. men are the protectors. That's what we're yeah. supposed to be. I find it funny when the feminists are like, "Men need to get off our cases. They need to let us be independent." Blah 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 blah, and they're pissed off at us when we don't defend them when they get raped. <laughs> you didn't want me there in the first place. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, like, so a man, and I'm going to yeah, ask go you: is, is there a deeper thing? Because a man, if you look at the structure of a real guy, all we want to do is fix things, right? We want to make sure that we're, we're involved. We're always fixing something. We're always doing something around the house. We're always, you know what I mean, working. That's what a real man does, right? Well, when a woman keeps telling him, I don't need you. I don't need you. You know what he does? Deuces. I'm out. Mm-hmm. You don't need me. A man needs to be needed. That's what men are. We're, we're, we're doers by nature. That's who we are, yeah. right? I'm not saying women aren't. What I'm saying is there's this, there's this role that we have together, right? We're supposed to be united in this. And, and so 
is there something deeper to effeminizing men in the future? I think so. Um, and you, you won't, but I'm sure there's people who call me crazy. I do believe there is a satanic agenda to it. Okay. Um, men uphold a civilization. You look at a civilization, and a civilization really, it's the men who upheld it. Now, I'm not saying that the women didn't play a vital role in it. Huge role. A huge role. But there's only been like a handful of matriarchal societies, and they never really lasted very long. Okay? I think the one that lasted the longest was a Native American tribe up in Canada, right? Um, but you look at what's going on in Europe. Mm-hmm. And they're ushering in millions of young war age men. And you have Europe who for the past 30 years has told men, you need to get back a line. Women are ahead of you now. That's right. Women are more important. Right. And there's always, oh, we just want equality. But really, like you look at it, it's really, well, sit down. We're in charge now. So you've you've removed the male strength. You've told the men, you can't be strong. You can't protect me. You can't achieve. You can't build. You can't do what makes you a man because right. that's toxic. That's dangerous. That's right. Right? So men have been told to sit down. So in Europe, now what you're seeing is you're seeing this floodgate of war-age men coming into the civilization who want nothing to do with the culture. They want nothing to do with the society. Right. They, they, they want to bring their own culture and society into the civilization. What you're really watching is you're watching a decay from the inside out of an entire civilization, Western civilization. And feminists and, and progressives and liberals have, have said this for decades, that they want Western civilization to fall. Well, how do you do that? You destroy the men who uphold the civilization. But you see regimes like China, you see regimes like Russia, who are raising men in armies and their power. Dude, it's kind of scary what China's got. If and, it, and dude, and they're well trained. Yeah. And if if you look and they're at men. If you look at civilizations that fell, like especially the Greeks and the Romans, they go through these stages, and at the at the end of the civilization, the artwork instead of showing the men as muscular and fit and powerful and broad and strong, they start showing them more feminine figures. They don't have the V taper. They have straight, straight slender bodies. They're more of a, of a prepubescent boy or a, a young girl type look to them. And that was at the end of these civilizations before these civilizations really just kind of petered out and, That's right. and fell apart. So there's a difference between when the Bible says to be kind to your neighbor, to love your neighbor yourself, there's a huge difference between being kind and loving and being an effeminate. Yeah. Massive difference because effeminate, you're trying to, and I hate this, it's happened in churches, you know, we need to be in touch. I've heard this said before that that the Holy Spirit comes off very effeminate. I, I disagree 100%. I know the Holy Spirit and people experience it differently, I believe. But for me, he's very much a, a, a warning. He reproves. Yeah. He loves me. He corrects me when I need it. And it's, it's, it's sometimes a hard correction, right? It's a hard correction that I need to learn, right? But I have never had the Holy Spirit tell me to be a woman or be more effeminate. Or be, he has told me to be compassionate. Mm-hmm. He's told me to be understanding and listening. But all that attributes is a man of good moral character, mm-hmm. not an effeminate, 
right? And the more we keep pushing this effeminate stuff, that's why you see the rise of transgenderism. If Because men now, even in the church, in, in a lot of ways, they've lost their identity of who Christ called them to be, right? If we don't know our own identity, how the heck do we expect the world to know their identity? Mm-hmm. Dominic preached on this thing called the orphan spirit. We don't even know our own God. You want to know how I know that? Are we winning the culture war? If we don't know our own God, how do we expect the world to know who are they supposed to be? If we don't even know our own history about our government, every single Republican calls it a democracy. The basics of law, the basics of government, we still call it wrong. And if we don't know our own history, how do we expect the world to know it? If the church doesn't even know how to preach the word of God, how do we expect the world to understand its morality and its contents? And it, it's a man, and I'm not saying a woman can't do this, but we're, we're on the masculine line because masculinity has lost so much. But it takes courage to love somebody and tell them the truth. Agreed. So So I love people who are gay or transgender. And I'm not just saying that, uh, and, you know, I get in front of them. Dude, I have like, friends. I hate you. No. I have cousins. Yeah, I, I've got they're, friends they're who are gay. I, I know people who question gender, all of that. But the difference is I love them enough to be honest with them. So everybody knows how I feel, right? And if they don't, let's sit down and have a discussion. That's right. But... I'm not going to sit down with somebody who's really struggling with gender identity and go and pamper well, them. You're you're fine. You're okay. They, no, because that creates more depression and anxiety in them because they, more confusion. they don't have a path. That's exactly They've right. They've got more confusion. And it's isn't that crazy because the word says thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Truth does that. It brings me in a moral rectitude with God. That's what it's supposed to do. You know what I mean? Now, I, I agree with Shapiro that we shouldn't make these biblical assertions about things that we can handle in the natural. The natural thing is this. He's right. There's an X and a Y chromosome, dude. You can't get away from it. You were born a man. You're a man. And, and to assume otherwise, you're really what you're destroying is the laws of physics, the laws yeah. of biology. You're doing that. You, you can't do that. For someone who wants facts and says that God, you can't prove God, he created in his creation, we believe in evolution because of the facts, and you're trying to destroy basic biology? I mean, come on, dude. You know what I mean? This is so bad, like when, how they lose these arguments. When, so bad. When they have articles that say the first man gives birth. If who you, was a woman. Who was a woman. <laughs> pushing the, the narrative. It, the it happened, happened in the, in the UK. Yeah, it yeah, happened yeah. in the UK. There's this know? dude taking... Hormonal pills, right? Or this chick, it was a yeah, chick, dude, and and got pregnant before, right before transitioning or whatever. And and oh, the first man had no, that's a woman. Yeah, a man yeah, can't I, have a baby. And and I'm and I'm quoting Shapiro because he's he's just got really good points. But I'm just going to say this last point, and I, yeah, I, we, we we can do whatever we want here because this is all about education. And I believe the colleges have been pushing this for so long because we've now trained teachers to allow this kind of crap to happen in public schools. Yeah. We've trained these teachers to accept these things, and now they're pushing it in public schools, and they're okay with it, right? So he said something about transgenderism um, that, I, that, I th- that I think is a really fair point, uh, that, and I just lost my point. What was I going to say? <laughs> I was going to say something. I was going to say something. <sighs> transgender, transgender, transgender. Oh, 
Here's what it is. And so Ben Shapiro actually brought up this really good point because we've allowed this kind of teaching to be happening in the education system. And now we now these same teachers that have gone through the education system for the last 40 years are now in public schools teaching or have been progressively teaching this. Mm-hmm. He said, do you not see that male and female, when you go into a doctor's office and you identify as a female than a male, that prescriptions and how you deal with health issues is way different. Yeah. He said, you can't, you can't, everything about a male internally in a lot of ways is different than a female. You can't prescribe the same amount of dosage of a drug to, to a female as you can a male because he's strong. Like there's, there's more that he needs to change certain things in his body. Mm-hmm. Well, if you identify as a male or a female and you get wrong, wrongly prescripted, it kill you. He's like, do you see, this is basic biology, right? And, and to go with that. I'll ask you a question. And his wife's a doctor. That's why I'm saying that. <laughs> did, you, did you notice that he's caught on to that? And yeah. so every time he talks about his wife, he's like, my wife, who's a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find it's it good. hilarious. Um, but let me ask you a question, an easy question. If you have low dopamine and low serotonin, are you happy or sad? Sad, I'm assuming. Sad, right? Okay. So then if you have high dopamine, high serotonin, you're happy. Straight up. You feel different. So our hormones, which are a biological factor, are affecting how we feel, how we relate with the world. So don't tell me that this is all social. This is biological. And I do believe that somebody who's struggling with gender confusion, the biological is different. Exactly. There's something going on with the biological. That's exactly right. Right? And... And there, I read a, a really good story by a woman who she grew up as a tomboy. She was never really attracted to the girly things, right? She didn't play with Barbies. She didn't play with dolls, whatever. She she liked roughhousing. She liked tools, that kind of thing. You would consider yourself a tomboy growing up. My yeah. wife, she's beautiful. Put a picture up of her because she's amazing. But she considered herself a tomboy. She was more tomboyish and yeah. things did a lot of the things that the boys did. And sports and everything. And this woman, which I, I'm sure, Carrie, you can attest to this too, like she realized that she didn't have to love dresses and high heels and makeup and Barbies and all of that in order to be comfortable in herself. And she actually went through like gender confusion and, and oh, should I be a boy and this kind of thing. And she ended up saying... No, that's not what this is about. I'm a woman. I'm happy being a woman. But I like getting on a four-wheeler, and I like shooting a gun, and I like, you know, like tools. And she's like, I'm okay with that. And I'm going to tell her, you're okay with that. You don't have to play with Barbies. That's fine. But don't come back and tell me, so I must be a boy. No. No, you just have different interests. Matter of fact. No, because they, they're they automatically be confused. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's automatically, well, if you don't play with Barbies, it's because you're gay. Yeah. You know, but isn't it funny, though? Let's say this to the left, right? If you think that... <laughs> so stupid. This is how confused. Dude, you could, just, you could just see this all play out, right, if I was talking to a transgender. Well, it's because they like playing with dresses and toys and Barbies. So are you stereotyping what a woman is? <laughs> It's killed the feminist agenda. It hasn't kills it? their agenda. They're doing it to themselves. <laughs> they literally kill themselves with their own arguments. It's you confusion. are stereotyping what a boy is. Why can't a girl like what boys like and still be a girl? Mm-hmm. Are you not stereotyping the girl? 
Mm-hmm. When you want to get away from gender stereotypes, so ridiculous. It, it's so it ridiculous. And we're listening to this confusion. You know why I love God? I'll say this every, I think I said it every show. I love God because he does not change. It's immutable. He doesn't change. And I conform to him because I want to be a better dad Amen. and a better husband and a better member of society. He's only taught me to defend the weak and the poor. And even those of you who are gay and transgender, I will defend your life and your liberty till the day I die. Absolutely. But I will not accept your sin. I cannot as a Christian. It is sin before God. And you know what? We're afraid to talk about. And this is what happens when we can't openly talk about what sin does in the church because it's demonic, dude. And it's destroying our kids. Right. Here's the here's the issue. Gay people, transgender people. Uh, you say, you, and they've said it many times, God made me this way. No, 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 no. God made you. We all have our crosses to bear, though. Yeah. We all exactly. have our sins that we have to repent of. Yours just happens to be the gay thing and the transgender thing because God is very clear about what sin is. Mine was deception, lying, pornography, lust, all that stuff. My crosses were different than mm-hmm. yours are. That cannot justify why you do what you do. Just so God created me, but that doesn't justify my sin. Yeah. You know what it does? It justifies me as a created being to him who I need to worship and submit Amen. to because he's God and he's almighty and he's loving. He's eternal. He's everlasting. Right. And that's where I want these people to be like these, this, this group of people to be left off as, you know what love is that I will be there for you till the end. And I will not slander you. I will not publicly call you names. I will not do that because I think that's wrong. I will not make stupid memes or accept these things on Facebook and Instagram and the things we've done on social media as Christian people. It's ridiculous. I think it's wrong to do that because that never changes the soul. But here's what I'll do. I'll love you as much as God tells me to in the truth. Mm-hmm. I'll have dinner with you. I'll go out to lunch with you. I'll go out to bre- I do it all the time, Right. None of that bothers me. As a matter of fact, I just did a thing for a fellowship of Christian athletes. We meet in the mornings on Friday, and a homosexual kid came to, to the meeting, and I started talking about praying mamas. <laughs> and how I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my mom praying. And I said, how many of you guys have praying mamas? And he was the first one. And he said, amen. He started to respond to the gospel. He started to respond. This kid was 14, saying he's gay. His friends accepting that he's gay, calling it out. He ain't gay, man. I'm sorry. You're not. You're a man of God. And we need to teach him that, that God created him as a man for a purpose. I believe these kids, they don't have an identity because they lack the purpose. And we've written these stupid books and purpose-driven lives. And I was like, no, my people perish because they lack vision. What's your vision? What are you shooting for? What did God make you for? To be a social justice warrior so you could be a whining brat? You know what I mean? Like, no. And and I'm not saying, wow. I'm not saying brat in a negative way. You're you're acting like children, right? Because that's what my kids do. They act like brats sometimes. They always get what they want. They they always want to get what they want, I should say. They don't ever get what they want, really. (laughs) Some doctor no in my house. But, and so is mom. She's very strict. And so am I. But what I'm saying is, is like, these, these people want some kind of freedom when God created them as men and women for a specific purpose. What is that purpose? Right? I'm a minister of the gospel. That's I'm called to that. I'm a pastor. I do all these things. My sons may not be that, but whatever they're called to be, they will still be ministers of the gospel. God had put a vision in their heart. My old, my oldest boy is like, dad, I really want to play football and basketball. I said, cool. What's your plan B? He goes, well, 
I want to do something with like business and stuff. Great. 10 years old, this kid's already thinking about that. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm every, and you know what? All of you who are transgender, gay, and all these things, you know what I do with my kids every morning? I talk about now that you're a man and you understand man things, what do you, how do you treat women? We protect them every time, every morning. We protect them. What do you do with the new kids? We go and hang out with them. What are you going to do with your teachers? We're going to respect them. Why? Because it honors God. I want them to protect and to help and to love. That comes from me teaching them that. Not a school, not a college, not a book, me. Because God put it in my heart to teach them to be men. Did you see what their identity is? Their identity is in character. That's Their identity is in God. Their identity is not in their sexual attraction. Wow. And revelation. When we, and and this is coming heavy from the left, your identity is that you're transgender. Your identity is that you're gay. Your identity is this. No, that's all low fruit. That's, That's way too easy. That's too simple. Stop it. Yeah. Stop saying that crap because you're not giving somebody a real vision and a hope. You're not. Your identity is in Christ. It's a fad. Yeah. When, you, when your hope is in a fad, that blows away. Because it, it's empty. That's why my hope isn't in a government. And I've said this many times. People, a lot of pastors say that your hope is in uh, the, the U.S. government. No. That'll blow away one day. My hope isn't it. That's why he says some, some men trust in chariots, some trust in horses. But I will, I will trust in the name of God, in the name of the living God. My hope is in something eternal. So if we can teach them that your hope is in something eternal, that God has made you an eternal creature, mm-hmm. everything else you're dealing with is a fad. It's temporary. The things that you're after outside of God are temporary, and it's going to destroy you. Yep. It's going to destroy you. And I, and I think we should end it with that. I think right now, and if we, we need to discuss more on this topic, please write to us yeah. and, and make it in the comments. And, and, and we, we want to tackle more of these issues. Go ahead. And, and you know, to end it or, or to bring it out, I, I want to reiterate the fact that we're not attacking the individuals. Never. We're not attacking people who are transgender or gay. What we're saying is we have more faith in you than that. We yeah. see you as a real person. We see you as somebody who we need to sit down with and love and understand what are you going through, what are you struggling with. And I can't understand all of it. I can't understand what it's like to question whether or not you're a man or a woman. And I'm not saying that that battle is not real. What I am saying is sometimes when you're in the middle of the battle, it's confusing. If you're standing in the middle of a medieval battle with thousands of men swinging swords at each other, you don't have a clear picture of what's going That's exactly on. Right. Sometimes you need a general who's standing back and can see the battle lines to understand what's going on in your life. Sometimes you need somebody who's outside of the struggle, yeah. right? And we want to come alongside you in love and in truth. We want to come alongside you with Christ because God loves you. That's exactly right. God loves you no matter what sin you've committed. The proof is in the cross. He's given that gift, the cross. He's given that gift. He said, I know you can't do this on your own. That's right. So I've done it for you. Take the gift. Accept me as Lord. Let's walk this together. That's exactly right. And that, that I couldn't have said it, boy, any better. And again, you know, we, I don't think I've ever shouted anybody down who's transgender or gay or threatened me. I've never shouted them down because I think if we listen more, we could hear the heart of where they're at and the pain 
and we can minister to that pain and get them out of that mess because, mm. bro, everybody needs to be delivered from something. We all you know what struggle. I mean? We all struggle with something, and, and, and we want to make that known because God can deliver. You know, there's not a sin that he hasn't absolved through the cross, and you know, we want you guys to know that. And if you're struggling with this, we want to we want to be there for you. We want you know we'll leave our information up at the top. Email mm-hmm. us, and we, we want to pray with you. You know, we want to call you directly and, and really meet with you. Just so, again, we'll end it with this: um, if you guys have all like at all been touched by what we're doing, and if it's ministered to you, if it's given you more knowledge or increased you in some way, uh, please consider partnering with us on the Patreon uh, page. This is what helps keeps us going. If you don't want to do Patreon, that's totally fine. Look, we have a website, theselfevidenttruth.com, and we also bought the domain of selfevidenttruth.com. <laughs> uh, but we, we have both domains, and there's a donation button at the top right. And, guys, this keeps us going. Like, we ain't asking you for much. All we're saying is partner with us because, guys, this is the message that needs to get out there. It's not just proving people wrong. It's proving the Lord right right? And getting souls saved for the glory of God. That's what this is about. We can talk about these issues that we're blue in the face unless Jesus changes their heart. We will continue to talk about the corruption of man, not the hope in Christ. Amen. And so we want you guys to be partnered. Again, go on our YouTube page. You'll see the full, like the the the, the cut up version of what we're doing. Uh, if you get on Patreon, you'll be you'll see the full version of it. Mm-hmm. On, on Anchor, you'll hear the audio version of it, and uh, we'll post some new things here coming up. Again, if you guys got topics you guys want us to discuss, please write them down in the comments below. We want to talk about more. We may even talk about next week. Why don't we continue the gender thing about the the pay gaps and all these other stuff? Can yeah. we debunk these theories of what's happened happening? And why is it about gender? Why isn't it about right and wrong? Why is it about, you know what I mean? Why yeah. is it about genders and all these other things? What about right and wrong? If a woman's being treated unfairly, it's not a gender. What, it's, it's sin. It's sin if she's being treated wrong. We should talk about it like that. Yeah. If we would learn to talk about it as sin, we wouldn't have the division. The division is sin, not man. It's sin, right? So we love you guys. God bless you. Thanks again for tuning in, um, and we'll see you next week. Love you guys.